Welcome to the Ohavet Torah, Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Nun, Daf 50 in Eruvin. We will begin from the Gemara on Daf Memtet Amobet. Uh, the Mishnah had said that if a person is walking along the road and he sees a tree and he can't get to the tree, supposedly he can't go, well, let's not, let's change that. He sees a tree and he uh, calls out, my shivita, my shabbat sting will be under that tree. Uh, assuming that the tree is too big, more than four by four amot, lo amar kum, he said nothing, according to the Gemara. My lo amar kum, what does it mean lo amar kum? Amarav, Rav says, lo amar kum kloikar, that means his words didn't work at all. Which means that he can't go anywhere. He can't even get to the tree. He's stuck in his foramot, which means like this. Rav is saying that since you attempted to try to make it remote eruv, and your words didn't work because the place that you said you're going to put your eruv, which is namely under this tree, is... Um, is... Uh, void, you can't use it. It's not possible to make a roof on the tree because that area is too big. Under the shade of that tree is, let's say, 20 amot. And therefore, since you need to specify 4 amot, your words don't work. When they don't work, since you didn't make a roof, you now can't walk at all. You are stuck within your 4 amot where you are. Why? Because when you don't, your words don't work, lo amar kum means you have nothing and you're stuck. That's Rav's understanding of what the Mishnah means. When we said you didn't get, you didn't do anything, that means you didn't say anything if you want to get to your house. Assuming the case is as following. A guy is walking along the road. He thinks he could get home before Shabbat. He realizes he can't. He sees a tree, which is halfway between him and his house. He says, you know what? That's my Shavita. If I call my Shavita over there, I'll be able to walk there. That's my home. Walk 2,000 more from there, and by that, by that time, I'll be home already. So you can't, when we said you didn't do anything, you didn't do anything, meaning that you can't get home. But you can go and spend your time under the tree because you have your 2,000 amot. Why? According to Shmuel, under the tree became a chamar gamal. Chamar gamal was that classical example, donkey camel, where donkey have to lead from the front, the camel have to lead from the back. You're stuck in both ways, but not completely stuck like Rob said, but you're double stuck. How does that work? If you want to count your 2,000 amot from the north side, which is, let's say, the side that's closest to your home, that's what you want to do. We say, no, maybe your shivita was from the south side. So let's, let's give a case of the tree over here. Again, person standing in place A. The tree is in place B. 2,000 amot away from where he was standing on Friday afternoon. And his house is in place C. The tree is too big. It's not four by four amot in the shade. And he didn't mention, I want to be at the root of the tree. He said in the shade of the tree. The shade of the tree is, let's say, 20 amot. And therefore, his eruv didn't work. According to Rav, his eruv didn't work. You're stuck in place A. According to Shmuel, your eruv didn't work. You could go to place B. 
However, being that the area in place B is very big, we don't know where to start your Eruv from in place B. Your Eruv is in place B, but it's anywhere in place B that you don't want it to be. So if place B is 20 Amot wide, if you're trying to go north, we're going to start your Eruv from the south, not the north side. If you're trying to go south, we're going to start your Eruv from the north side. This way, you can't, you, you're going to lose the entire area of the tree. So instead of, so in our example over here, if, if the area underneath the tree was 20 amot, you now have an eruv under the tree, but you have an eruv lechumra, which means we assume your eruv is on the wrong side of the tree that you want it. So if your eruv is if the tree is 20 amot, you now could walk from that tree 1,980 amot, but not 2,000. Why? Because you lost the 20 amot of the tree, whichever way you're going. If the tree is 50 amot, you lost 50 amot. If the tree is 100 amot in shade, you lost 100 amot. But you didn't lose the whole thing. So there's a tremendous difference between Rav and Shmuel. Rav, according to Rav, the guy who made this thing law amarkum means you could only walk in four amot. According to Shmuel, not only do you have the two, first two thousand amot, you also have the second two thousand amot minus the area of the tree. Huge difference. So in our example, Rav says you have four amot to walk in, and Shmuel says you have four thousand sorry three thousand nine hundred and eighty amot to walk in. Okay. Like we just explained now. Amar Rabbah. says, Why does Rav say that you can only carry, can't carry it all? What's wrong? You made a roof. Because you didn't specify your space. Meaning, since you were supposed to specify which four are what you're going to be in. And you didn't. So you didn't make it roof. And you obviously didn't want to be where you are now, and therefore you're stuck. The Ikadami, others say, Amar says, my time on Rav. What's Rav's reason? Now, you'll note that the Gemara is trying to figure out the reason of Rav. Whenever the Gemara tries to figure out the reason of Rav, it, not the reason of Shmuel, it's indicative that the Gemara understands what Shmuel's reasoning is. Shmuel is very understandable. Shmuel's saying, hey, I understand that the place that I try to uh, make a roof is unclear what the sto- you know, where it is exactly. So therefore, Shmuel is saying, okay, if it wasn't clear, so give me the strictest thing you could do. And the strictest thing you could do is to say that your roof is anywhere under the thing. That's logical. But Rab needs an explanation. So the first explanation, the first Ikadami of Rabba, is that the explanation of Rabba is since you didn't pick your spot, therefore, it's no good. The Ikadami, Amaraba, Maita Madirav, Mishunda Kasavan, Kol She'eno Bezeachaze, Afibu Vatechat Eno. Here's a general rule, which we're going to talk about for the rest of the page. According to the Ikeda Ami, Rav's reason why you have nothing is because anything that you can't do 
back to back, you can't do at once either. Okay, a general rule in Shas, which we're going to see that it's going to come up in a bunch of places, that since you were not able, if you wanted to, you would never be able to do this back to back. So we won't let you do it, even if you do it simultaneously, it's Asur. In our case, what we mean is like this. You picked a tree that's 20 amot. Now, why doesn't your thing work for four amot? Let it work on four. It can't work on four because since you would never be able to make eight amot because in one shot, bevatachat, meaning since I wouldn't be able to make four plus four, because that's impossible, you're only allowed to do four, therefore you even can't do at once four, you can't do it all, it doesn't work. And that's the spur over here, that you wouldn't be able to make even four since you can't do eight. If you can't do eight, you can't do four. My benayu, what's the difference which of the Ikid army of Rabbah we're talking about, whether the reason is because you didn't clarify which place you're talking about, or the reason is because it doesn't work, it won't work at once. Let's say the guy, instead of saying the, the, the vague words, my shvita should be under the tree, he was more circumspect. He said the following. He says, Of those eight amot under the tree, I want to have shivita in four of them. But he didn't say which ones. The one who says the reason why it doesn't work is because he didn't clarify. He still didn't clarify which one he wants. It would still be no good. The one who says that anything that doesn't work back to back won't work even at once. Here, it's like a guy who said Abamot, because this guy who wants to get only four Amot out of the whole thing, and therefore, he's, since he's not trying to get eight, it's not a problem, and therefore it's fine. So if you're talking about, I need clarity, you still don't have clarity. But if you're talking that you're trying to get eight, then you get nothing. Then over here, since I'm not trying to get eight, it's fine. Now the Gemara is going to spend the rest of the Amud dealing with this question of the, of the Gufa, which is this general rule of anything you can't do back to back won't work even at once. Gufa, Amar Rabbah, Rabbah says, even at once it doesn't work. So Abaye asked Rabbah about this rule that he made up. How could you tell me there's a rule that whatever you can't do in one time, you can't do can't do back to back, can't do it one time? We have a a, a tosefta in Demai. Okay, it says the following: Hamar beb maasrot, maaser and tinuma are different things. When it comes to tinuma, Torah doesn't specify how much you have to separate, and being that Torah does not specify person can give as much or as little as you want and it'll still work we recommend 1 50th but a person could do 1 40th, 1 60th 1 10th, whatever he wants and it works 
Maaser is not so. Maaser needs to be one tenth. What happens if a guy is marbem masrot? He did more than he has to do. Instead of separating ten percent, he separated twenty percent. Okay, perotav mitukanim. So his fruits are fixed, which means that the remaining eighty percent of his fruits are edible. They're no longer tevel, because before he separated the maaser, those fruits were tevel, they were asur to eat. No, his 80% is fixed. But maasrot mekukalot, but your 20% is messed up, because it doesn't become really maaser, and therefore there's a mixture of tevel and maaser in your 20%, and the... uh, the Levim can't eat it because it could be Tevel. Now, ask the Gemara question How are you allowed to do to eat the 80%? We should say this same rule if this rule that Rabbah was saying is true that whatever you can't do back to back, you can't do in one shot. Since I can't separate. 10 plus 10 back to back. If I separate a ma'asir, I can't do another ma'asir. And therefore, if I separate a second ma'asir, it wouldn't work. So then it shouldn't work in one shot. And I should say that even the 80% is a sword to eat. Why do we say that 80% is not tevel? It should be tevel. Says the Gemara, no, shani ma'asir. There's a rule that ma'asir works partially. If a person wants to separate uh, from his field, half of your fruits, which means half of every grain you want to make maser, it will work. And therefore, when the guy says, I want to separate 20%, the maaser does not going to work on the whole thing. It'll work on half of everything you're making it maaser. And it comes out that you only separated maaser. Maaser is a special rule that you can make half a grain. And therefore we assume that when you separate 20%, you mean you want to do partial. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to separate, um, you're trying to separate half of each grain to be maaser, and the other half not. Now, even though we're saying that, but you didn't specify what it is, and therefore, when it comes to the eighty percent, that eighty percent is mitukan. That's fixed up because we separated maaser from it. Because maaser could work on half a grain, but when it comes to the twenty percent which is the maaser mixture, which is a mixture of half grains and not half grains, that maaser mixture is asur for anyone to eat because it's mixed up with tevel and maaser because the 10% was not fixed. Oh, says the Gemara, that makes sense when it comes to maaser, which can be split in half. But there's maaser behemah, which cannot be split in half. Let's explain what maaser behemah is. We mentioned it before. A person has a flock of sheep. Let's say he has a thousand head of sheep. Uh, and he keeps them over the year. If they have no babies and he still has a thousand head of sheep the next year, 
he owes zero ma'aser on that sheep because he didn't make any new babies. But if he has a thousand head of sheep and those thousand head of sheep have 50 babies over the course of the year, the halakha is you need to separate ma'aser behemah. You will put the 50 babies into a corral and you will uh, let them out one by one. And as you let them out one by one, you will count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And when you get to number 10, you will give it, make a special mark on it. That one is Ma'asid Behemah. And the lawyer it is, it has to go to the Beit Mikdash and be offered as a Korban. Assuming it doesn't get a Moom, and then if it gets a Moom, of course, it can be eaten separately. But this rule of Ma'asid Behemah does not work by halves. And if you have half an animal, it cannot, you cannot make half an animal Ma'asid Behemah. And it says the Gemara, Amar Let's say two animals left at number 10. And the, the owner calls animals 10 and 11 as 10. What's the halakha? We have the 10, number 10 and 11 mixed together. And each one became ma'asir behemah. And it becomes like a shalamim. So we see that even though if I would have called the first one 10 and the second one 10, it wouldn't have worked. But since I did them at one time, it does work. How come didn't we say the rule that whatever you can't do back to back, you can't do at once? So why does this work at once when it wouldn't have worked back to back? Answers the Gemara, no. Shani Masir Behemah. Oh, you're talking about Masir Behemah? That's another exception. Why? Because Masir Behemah does work back to back sometimes. Bitaut, if you do it by accident. If you do it on purpose, no. But by accident, what does work? How do we know? We learned in Bichorot. If you call the ninth one tenth and the tenth one ninth. And the eleventh one tenth. Shloshtan Bikudashin, they're all holy. So since we see that it does work back to back, right? Because we called the tenth one nine and the eleventh one ten and the ninth one ten. So therefore, it could work when you do it at once. And if you call both them 10, it'll still work. But this doesn't fit into the rule, because this is, is something that does work back-to-back. If you do it by accident, it works back-to-back. Whereas question number three. What about a korban toda? Which every korban toda you have to bring with 40 different, 40 loaves of bread. Halakha is you need, and every korban toda needs... Ten different types of four types of bread in order to be kosher. Now, what happens if you made a korban toda? The rule is that once you separated 40, 40 breads for the korban, 
If you would want to do another 40 and make it 80, it wouldn't work. And you can't do 20. Right? And also you can't take 40 of you can't take 80 of them and say half of all these 80 half of each chala becomes one. No, it has to be a whole 40 whole chalot. If you eat tomorrow and we learned Let's say I have a korban toda, and when I slaughtered the korban, which is the start of the thing, there were eighty chalot. Chizkiyah says Chizkiyah says that eighty, forty out of the eighty become holy. Rabbi Yochanan says Rabbi Yochanan says that that forty are not holy. So we see that according to Chizkiyah. Even though it's impossible to separate 40 after you did the first 40. Once you made the first 40, you can't. You have no power to separate a second 40. But still, if you do it at once, it's working. And 40 of them are holy. So that's again our rule that we said before, that whatever doesn't work, it doesn't work even at one time. It says, well, I don't know, not necessarily. Ha'it Mar'alah, we explained about this. Amr B'zirah, ha'kol modim, hecha de'amar le'ketru abim intoch shmonim de'kachi. Everyone agrees that when a guy says, I want 40 out of the 80, it works. Lo'i ketru abim elem ken ketru shmonim. If the guy says, I only want 40, if I could do 80, kulam abligi de'lokachi. Everyone agrees that it won't work. Keep Ligi, what's the machlok between Chizkiah and Rabbi Yochanan? Pistama, Morsa Varalachayut Kamachaven, or Morsa Val Tanai Aitinu. One holds, Chizkiah holds, when the guy brings 40 extra ones, why is he bringing 40 extra ones? In case he loses the first ones, he wants it to go on the second ones. And therefore, Al Tanai Aitinu, when he brought 80, his intention was that the 40 should be backup. And he has a tonight that if I lose the first 40, it's a backup. And the, and the rabbis hold that when he brings 80, he wants to bring an 80 korban. And therefore, none of them get holy. But the machloket the between them is not whether something works back to back. Could work at once. No, the machloket is what the guy's intention was. And therefore, this is not against our rule. Beautiful. Now we go back to the Mishnah. We're talking about the case of the Mishnah. In the Mishnah, we had said that if a person that if a person says my shvita is going to be under the tree, and the tree is too big, it's more than four amot. So then, there was a machlok exactly what happens, but lo amar klum, and machlok what lo amar klum means, Rav and Shmuel. Abai is saying, Abai is after Rav and Shmuel, and he's saying, lo shan, when did we say lo amar klum, bilan shetachtav shtem amot? That's an ilan that has at least 12 amot underneath it. Avalan shetachtav shtem amot, but if you have an ilan that's less than 12, let's say it's 11 amot. Hare miksat betonikar, we can figure out for them that for sure he's using. Which means he's, he is able to make four out of them holy. 
Now, if he does, let's say his shivita is is four, and let's say the four middle ones. So we could tell that there's four in the middle. That, assuming let's say the tree is eleven, the four in the middle there's at least one. One ama that is included in both north side and south side, right? Let's say there's four amot to the north, four amot to the south, and three amot in the middle. But there's one ama that's included in both. And therefore, being that there's at least one ama, mikzat betonikad, we can tell, yes, we can't tell which is his four amot, but we can tell where, which is his one ama, and if we can tell which is his one ama, why doesn't it work? Who told you he wants the four in the middle? This is all assuming that he wants the four in the middle, and therefore, the, the four in the middle must include a little bit of one side, a little bit of the other side. But no, maybe the guy wants the four all the way on the north or the four all the way on the south. Okay. Rather, we're talking about a case where there was less than, that there was at least four, eight. Re, redo the statement of Hunabre de Beshua. Hunabre de Beshua really meant as follows. Sorry, not, not, the original statement was Abaya. Hunabre de Beshua is saying that really we're talking about a tree that has at least eight amot. But if the shade of the tree is only seven, now if there's only seven amot, that means you at least know for sure that there's one ama that's included in both, whether you want north or south. And therefore, you did have at least one ama that you made your shivita. And therefore, we will not say, lo amar klum, that you did nothing, you definitely did something. At least according to Rav, who had said that you didn't have anything set. Here you do have a place that's set. Tanya Karate de Rav. Again, we had a machlok at Rav and Shmuel, whether or not you're stuck in your own spot, you only have four amot, or Shmuel, who says that Yeruv works, but you're Chamar Gamal. Tanya Karate de Rav. We have a brighter that supports Rav. Tanya Karate de Shmuel, we have a brighter that supports Shmuel. Tanya Karate de Rav. We have a brighter that follows Rav as follows. A guy who comes on the road and it gets dark on him. And he can tell he sees either a tree or a fence. And he says that I'm going to spend my Shabbat under that fence or next to that tree. He said nothing. But if he says my place is going to be in this place, which is a place that's surrounded by Mechitzot, he can go to that place. He can go to when he gets to that place. He can go in that whole place. Then it works. Because over there, since the place is surrounded by Mechitzot, 
even though you didn't say which four amot you want to be in that place, that whole place could be good for you. The only reason why it works is the brighta. The only reason why it's a problem in our case is because the tree is that doesn't have mechitzot. But if the place that he was pointing to had mechitzot, it would work. One of these words said, that's in a special place, which has mechitzot. Like, for example, the guy says, I want to, I want to make my shvita on a... Um, on a plank or something, or on a, a, a pile of stones that is at least ten tefachim tall, which is four amot by up to betzatayim. That's the width and the, and the size of it. shuhu amukasada. Also, if it's in a in a valley which is at least ten tefachim deep, Aval But if you place talking about a place that's in a mesuyam, not not specified. Then you only have four amot. Now, that already is a proof because you see, you only have four amot, as opposed to Shmuel who said you were chamar gamal. How finishes the brayta? How you shnayim echad makir veechad shein makir? That's there's two guys. One guy knows the place that he wants to go to, and the other guy doesn't know the place. The guy who doesn't know the place could give the guy who knows the job of making his shivita. And then the guy who knows will say, Our shivita is in uh, my clubhouse, or the place where I like to hang out, and that will work for him, even though the guy who doesn't know, doesn't know what the guy's talking about, when he gets there, he'll see it, and it works. But when these words said, when the guy knows the form what he's going to, but if he didn't separate, he's not allowed to move from his place. But you see the words, are proof that if it doesn't work, then you don't have anything at all, and you can't carry all, you only have four amot. This is a proof towards Rav against Shmuel. Let's assume these brightness against Shmuel. Amalach Shmuel, Shmuel will tell you, no, it's not a proof against me. Haha, be my skin in here, what are we dealing with? Go on the Ikamakomra Glav, the Adakarav, Tre Alfe, the Arbor Gamidi. We're talking a place over here where from where you're walking until the place where you're trying to get to has 2,004 Amot. Really, Shmuel will say that I'm right. And when, I t- when, when a person makes a, un, uh, uh, a, sh- a shivita under a tree which has a shade that's two, more, more than four by four, he really is not stuck in his form. He can go to that place and he can go, and he's a chamar gamal from, that, from under that tree. But the reason why over here we said that you only have four amot is because the tree that we're talking about was 2,004 amot away from where you are. Being that it's 2,004 amot away from where you are, so we're worried that when you get there, since part of the tree is out of the tchum and part of the tree is in the tchum, if, if your shvita was on the wrong side of the tree, then you have nothing. And that's why we said you only have four amot. But had your tree of 20 amot been 
1,000 Amor away, then everyone agree with me, Shmuel would say, that you're a Chamar Gamal, and you could go to the tree, and you go 2,000 Amor from the tree. It's only because at this point, your tree was, the tree of 20 Amot was 2,004 Amor away from you, and 16 of the Amot are out of your Tchum at all together, and if you meant that part, it wouldn't work at all, that's why we're not letting you walk for Amot. But had the whole tree been in the Tchum completely, then everyone would agree with me, Shmuel would say, that I'm right, and this right is not a proof against me. Now says the Gemara, Tanya Kavateh Shmuel, we have a right that supports Shmuel. Ta'avirev l'shteruchot, if a guy made a mistake and he makes it eruv, on two sides, one to the north and one to the south. He thinks he's allowed to make a eruv both ways. Or he told his servant, go make an eruv for me. One went to the north, one went to the south. Both people thought they could do it for him. Either he made the mistake and he thought he could do both ways, he did both. Or there was a miscommunication, he authorized two servants to do it, and each one went the wrong way. What's the halacha? He's allowed to go north, as much as his roof to the south could go, which means that if the, if the servant who put it to the south put it a thousand amot south, so that means that he can go, we, we assume that that's what it is, and he can go north as much as the south. So let's, let's assume, give you a case. Guy's house is in the middle. He tells servant, number, servant A, go, to, go north. And the servant A goes north and puts it 1,000 amount away. Servant B goes south, puts it 1,000 amount away. Now, assuming that the Shivita is in both places, put 2,000 amot, whatever area is overlapped by both tichumin, that's the area that he could walk in. Like a chamar gamal. And l'darom, kifir avot l'tzafon, v'im alav et etchum, and if they pushed out the tchum to 2,000 amot each way, servant A went 2,000 amot north, and servant B went 2,000 amot south, then, then he's not allowed to move at all from his spot. He's stuck where he is, and he's not allowed to move at all from his spot altogether. He's stuck where he is because there's 2,000 amot this way. He's not allowed to go even one foot to the left. Assuming the, the, the Eruv is 2,000 amot south, he can't even walk out of his house one foot to the north. And if his Eruv is 2,000 amot to the north, he can't walk even one foot out of his house south. He's stuck. Now, this makes it sound like he's a Chamar Gamal like Shmuel. And it's a question against Rav. Let's assume this is a question on Rav. No, you're right. It is a question on Rav. We have a rule. Rav Tanahu Palig. Rav is a Tana, and he could argue. So yes, Rav will say, I argue on that Brisa. You're right that that Brisa sounds like Chamar Gamal, but I argue on the Brisa. Okay, we are now going to stop on the bottom of the page two lines before the bottom two lines on the bottom 